This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Sex. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, my friends? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And we just recorded an entire podcast and I didn't press record. So take two. Bitches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But the, so this is Anatomy of Sex. This is a free episode. If you want the full meal deal, go to anatomy. Uh, no, sorry. Go to patreon.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get more free episodes where we take a real deep dive into sex. And today's topic is my husband has blue balls and I hate myself for it. So right. this question has about 800 uh, questions within it. And we just spent a fair amount of time talking about it without Man. you here. So we're going to dive into it again. Whatever. So here we go. Um, we're going to do it better this right. time. Right. Why do I feel that I'm never going to be good enough for anyone? Look, this is what my husband and I are going through right now. He is a, he has a very long stamina that ends up with us stopping having sex. And then we are having a fight because I just made him stop before he could get off. So now he has blue balls and I don't think I am. Why is that in my way? I don't think I am. What is happening? Worthy enough. I'm afraid that he is going to leave me and find someone else that he is comfortable that who is comfortable with their own body and sexuality. Unlike me, I hate my body and my confidence. I wish that I was someone who was a lot prettier than me and had more stamina that can keep up with my husband. What can I do to change my mind and to start to see and like the person that I look like in the bathroom mirror? I'm mm. What can I do to get more stamina to keep up with my husband so he won't go looking for someone else? Mm. Okay, so in this question... There is a lot of fear, a lot of negativity, a lot of anxiety, and a lot of judgment on your own body. And I will venture out to say that this has zero to do with your husband and his blue balls. That's all you were doing was trying to turn it off. No, I wasn't. It goes on so Uh, long. (laughs) Um, It has nothing to do with him, right? So I want to go upriver and I want to feel... Your confidence has nothing to do with him. Let's see if we can parse it out as much as we can. Okay, so I'm uh, like I said before, I'm feeling kind of law of attraction vibes here. Like we get what we focus on, what we focus on expands, and we basically get more of what we think of all the time. Right. Right? So if we're constantly thinking about my body sucks, I'm fat, I'm skinny, I am whatever, and he's just going to leave me, mm-hmm. sometimes if we go to the like far edge of that... <laughs> we can actually will make that happen, make that to happen. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I, I always create a scenario where sex is super weird. And every time it was like, so we're creating a, a scenario to where he will be unsatisfied. And I mean, it, I don't care about him right now. I care about you and your, um, uh, uh, how, how your viewpoint of how you're looking at yourself, how you judge, like increasing your confidence and stuff. And I want you to increase your confidence for you, not your husband and his blue balls. Don't do it again. The left do not. Track, right. Um, but I do want to say you said this has nothing to do with a husband. Mm-hmm. And from a by a lot or like a body standpoint, it may have something to do with her husband. Mm-hmm. And it may be like I think I said this in the first version of our show that you guys didn't hear because we didn't record uh, <laughs> that. It's interesting to me that a man could have you know, have a, have trouble orgasming, but then it's titled, he has such long stamina. Right. Whereas a woman 
has trouble orgasming, but what would we say that? Well, she's just frigid. She just doesn't care. She's just not into it. She's just whatever. Mm-hmm. So like we give a positive title to it if it's a guy. Yeah. But that's, then if that's a woman has it, we go, oh, she's something wrong with her. She doesn't even care about sex. Right. But he can go all night. Right. You know? And it really could just be that he has an actual problem. Like he might actually need to see a doctor. Or yeah, yeah. conversely, he could um, have trained, like there's a erectile dysfunction mm-hmm. um, when people look at porn too much. Because they they need this like hyper stimulus stimulus like right. um what is the word stimulation is not the word it's not even a word hyper hyper stimulation I swear stimulation. after COVID we are dumber talk for yourself by talk I mean speak <laughs> <laughs> um, but point proven no I, I like that you're you're bringing light to that now what I don't know about this question is. Maybe this couple has been around together, been around for ancient times. No, have been together for a really long time. And sex has been something like, oh, you never satisfy me. You can't do it. See, I can't even come because you're too ugly or who knows what, right? Now, if the husband is saying stuff like that, then it is a, it is greatly about him and like, hey, cut that crap out. Obviously that's not helpful, but there were so many questions and comments that led back to this is more of a an individual mm-hmm. problem that seems like it's been around for a, a minute and right. uh, I mean in, in a sense like my heart goes out to you I'm like hey let's let's put all this stuff on the table like your 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 willingness to satisfy him or perform for him or whatnot and uh, let all that stuff of like he's gonna leave me if I don't do right kind of thing let that go out the door like boom that's 2021 my my sister. Let that stuff go and focus on bringing yourself up, your self-confidence, your self-acceptance, your body positivity kind of thing. Be comfortable in your own skin or you can never be comfortable in your own skin when you're with somebody else. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think uh, I'm trying to think of what I would say to someone who's who's like, oh, I hate myself. I don't think I'm good enough. I wish I was prettier. I wish I was whatever. And I, I, I can't. I don't know the best way to put words to it because it's like, you're all you've got. Like, mm. as, as we are, so, okay, I'm going to state this like this, though. I do have a very strong stoic bent. I love stoicism. I love the, like, all of us just die. We go back to ashes. Live your best life because what the hell is the other option? Mm-hmm. Have a shitty life, even though you could have had a good one. Like, I, I don't even care if you're pretty or not. Like, I know mm. it matters, but it doesn't matter at some point. There's a bunch of ugly people having the best time on the planet. And I'm not even saying that you're ugly, right? Mm -hmm. So part of me is like, uh, part of me wants to slap a little bit of stoicism on that. You kind of sound like Gary John Bishop, our Scottish friend, you know? (laughs) Live your life. Live your life. There's nothing else you can do. Reminds me of Braveheart. We just watched Braveheart with the kids and it was pretty. (laughs) So uh, good. It was good. Um, But Uh, so again, part of it is like, Okay, what your husband thinks, if your husband is saying these things about you, that's one thing. If he's saying you're fat, you're ugly, I hate, I mean, I don't even think it said that in there. Or I don't know, you're not pretty, you're ugly or whatever, right. and, and I can't have this because of you. Then that is a, a relationship that I would highly recommend either you get coaching for, you mm-hmm. get therapy for, or you leave, Right. I don't recommend you staying into something like that that is toxic and makes. But I don't if, know. That, if I don't know if, if he's doing that. Like there could be like this. Uh, well, hold on. But the second part of that is it could be an actual problem with his body that you are un- unknowingly taking responsibility for. See, he can't have an orgasm. It's my fault. If I was just prettier, he could have an orgasm. That might have nothing to do with you. It could be the 
erectile dysfunction of pornography use, right? It could be some other like inorgasmia thing that he has going on. So, so guys are visual, but this is going to be funny. So guys are visual, obviously, and that has a role to play in like sexual arousal and excitement and stuff like that. However, it is so physical that it doesn't even matter. Right. And you know what I'm like, do you know where I'm getting at? Like, right. I, it could be completely pitch black and my hands aren't even touching you and like you get on me and we have sex. It would, it would feel the same. I, right. I mean, there, there's varying degrees, mean, but like yeah. I, I definitely could go like not seeing anything. Right. You, and you know that's what I'm why saying? I'm saying, I think it, there actually could be a deeper thing that he's struggling with that, that you are either he's blaming you for cause he gets mad at you or he's um, you're unintentionally taking the blame for and shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say shouldn't, like don't, just don't. Don't take the blame for something that isn't your fault. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. The other thing, too, that I wanted to say is that uh, are you having sex like for 45 minutes and that's why you can't like, is it hurting your body? Are you doing the right things for yourself to get through that? Like there's so much there, even just from a like, intercourse side of things like are you using lubrication are you in the mood are you doing positions that are painful for you why are you stopping how long into this process are Mm -hmm. you stopping like all of these questions i think really matter greatly one thing that this listener didn't mention is are you enjoying sex are you finding connection and pleasure around that or is it not really connecting and not pleasurable to you because there's so much anxiety wrapped up in satisfying him. Again, I think this whole thing stems from more of an individual thing, like what you think about your body, what you think about, what, right. what's your mindset about, you know, how do you feel when you look in the mirror? If it's right. terrible, then, okay, let's listen to some podcasts. Let's listen well, to some books. Let's go to therapy right? and get this in order first because... Can I use an example that you said at dinner the other night? At dinner? It was last night, actually. It was yesterday oh, when we were talking. Oh, right, right, right. So... That and this goes back to, it was very fun. It goes back to the, com- the, um, no kids were there either. So right, just in right. case you're wondering, it goes back to this idea about, um, like, Oh, I wish I was prettier. Right. As if that was the thing that's really the problem at the core, it is definitely not. But mm-hmm. one of the conversations we were having, this is going to feel like a little detour, but it makes sense was, uh, one of my breast implants ruptured and we're debating, should I just have them removed and get a lift or put new ones in, which that conversation was hilarious and we're going to have one. We're yeah. Don't talk. talk about too much. I know, yeah. We'll one. record that. Cause yeah. that was so funny. But uh, Seth even said, he's like, I don't think I've ever told you this. He's like, you could be 200 pounds or a hundred pounds. And for me, a hundred pounds would be practically anorexic. Right. Mm-hmm. And 200 pounds would be a lot. Cause I'm sort of short. And he's like, you, I don't care what you look like. As long mm-hmm. as you're confident, he's like, if you're confident in yourself, you're amazing and that's what I want. Right. And he was like, I don't feel like I've ever said this to you. I don't feel like I've ever made that clear. And uh, and that was a really kind of insightful moment for me. Do you know how amazing confidence is, not just sexually, but I think uh, that is where I would mostly prefer it, you know, like right. just a, like 
you're you're confident. Let's do this. Let's go. Oh, what do you want to do? I'm open to this. Like, so that's is that is very sexy. That is uber attractive. And so out of the context of the bedroom, confidence in that way. Um, I wish I had the definition of confidence or something like that, but I mean, you don't, well, okay, look it up. But confidence in that way is so also reassuring. Like when I come in the room and I am super confident about something, whether it is let's record a podcast right now. I set everything up. Here's the thing. Here's the, all this stuff. How do you feel? Like, okay, yeah, let, right. let, let me make some time. Let's go do this. Or is it like, oh, I don't want to, you know? So actually we can lead with confidence. And um, when we're leading with confidence, it kind of flips it. Then we, then we are confidently leading. Right. Well, confidence is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. Firm trust. Right. Confidence. So if you come in the room and you have a su- you're super passionate about like, hey, I just saw this restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I really want to go to it. Here's the times. I got us a reservation. I am so excited about it. I really want to go. And it's a date night and all this stuff. That makes me go, yeah, I want some of that. Right. That's fun, right? right? So confidence in any area. And I've never told you this, but confidence is super duper attractive to me. Confidence is contagious. Confident, yes, it is. Confidence is contagious. But it is, a, it is non-sexually attractive to me. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Sort of. Um, well, there's tons of non-sexual turn-ons. There's tons of non-sexual like things that you find attractive. Like, okay, right. you like sure. it. I mean, how, you, don't you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying about this situation. So it could be part of it is, oh, my wife thinks about uh, XYZ, all this stuff about her body. And I know that she's not sexually confident. That's a turn-off to me. But I think she wants to have sex kind of thing. And it just takes me forever to come because I'm not really enjoying it. It's so oh, much anxiety kind of thing. So maybe they are more related. Um, but that goes about uh, along the lines of what we're really on a kick on now is like telling the truth always and uh, tell, saying what you really mean. Oh, right. Yeah, so yeah. if this guy is thinking like, Hey, my wife is super attractive. I like her a lot, but her low self-confidence is killing my sex drive, killing my desire to this, to the point of where like, I have so much anxiety. She like made a move on me. So I don't want to hurt her feelings. And because that'll just make her think she's more ugly. So I guess I'll have sex, but man, I'm not feeling it right now. So I can't say no. So now I have so much anxiety. I can't even come. Right. And, and I I will say it's important to note that in these moments where people have relational distress like this, the only person that they can talk about it with and sort of like get it out with Mm -hmm. is each other. So unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's not like he can talk to anybody else about it and you, he's mad at you and you're there and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing I want you to think about. Imagine a character from a movie that represents a lack of confidence. The very first person I think of is Charlie Brown, which mm. is not necessarily a movie, but like right. that like mopey, who else can you think of? Just like a wet blanket. Like if that's what if that's what's happening, right? And I'm, we're only using this as an example because it's that... Um, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. You're like manifesting more wah wah. George Costanza from Seinfeld. Let's find something like in this era of time. <laughs> I don't know. Charlie Brown's like a million years old, and Seinfeld's a million years old. Charlie Brown, or maybe a char- is there a character from Encanto? Oh well, no, but like in what's that one movie, Inside Out, the sad one, sadness. Mm-hmm. Like she's just like mm, yeah, it's all okay the time. to be sad, sure, but if right. you're sad all the time, then guess what? You're just going to attract more of that, right. and then you're going to attract sad people, which will 
galvanize your thoughts about sadness right. and say, see, everybody, everybody sucks. Right. right. Yeah. Everything is bad. Everybody, see, I said, well, it's just me. Oh. And it gets old. But anyway, so there's like, again, there's like 85 questions wrapped up into this one thing. But I will say that the blue balls element of it, I want you to just like scratch that. He <laughs> can take care of himself. I also want, Arcade is about to bust in this door. I also want you to think about, um, Mom, what's blue balls? <laughs> I, know, right? I want you to think about, does he have an actual health problem that needs to be addressed? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, additionally, I want you to think about, um, is, are you practicing intercourse in a way that is not sustainable or not going to work from the very get go? Like you're not in the mood, you're not using lubrication. So therefore you can't have sex for a very long time because it hurts. Mm-hmm. Like all these things, like think, zoom out a few clicks and go, if I change these three things, would it make all of the difference in the world? Mm-hmm. Or am I just like, oh, woe is me. I'm the worst. See, I'm the ugliest. I'm like Fiona from Shrek or something. Right. I'm, I'm hideous. Hide me away or whatever. Yeah, and it's um, just more of more thoughts that are going to support whatever. It's a, call it a self-fulfilling mm-hmm. prophecy, right? Like your thoughts only are going to lead you to more of those same right. thoughts. And I want to say something so important. I think that's such a great thing. Like, Whatever conclusion you draw will be what you create your future of. Like, so here, if you're, let's just state it as facts. Mm -hmm. He's having a hard time orgasming and your sex is taking too long, right? That's the fact. Uh, You could say, here's some, like, let's just name three options. One is you're the ugliest cow on the planet. That's why he can't have an orgasm. It's your fault. If you were confident, everything would be fine. So that's one train of thought. The second one is, he has a medical problem that we need to address. And so right. we're going to go on that route and we're going to whatever. The third one is, I don't know, what's the third option that you can think of that's just like an idea? The third option is how much are you guys not talking about these things? Right. The third option is we need to work on our marriage, mm-hmm. right? So those, whatever one of those you decide to choose, and I mean, this is like meta here. This is like thinking mm. about thinking about how you're thinking. Oh boy. Um, so whatever one you pick is like literally the life you're going to create for yourself for the next three years, 10 years, whatever. Like if you say, yep, it's because I'm ugly. You have basically written that chapter and now all you're going to do is fill in the pages. If you have said, Mm -hmm. yep, it's because he has a medical problem. You're now, instead of writing the ugly chapter, you're Mm -hmm. writing the medical problem chapter. And and the medical problem is the the reason why you continue to think you're ugly and we don't have sex and it's just terrible. Yes. It doesn't mean it's true though. Right. No, that's not the medical problem. Oh my gosh. Did you really just do that? The medical problem is that he has inorgasmia or something. Right, but and, but but if if you go, oh, that's the problem, and if you don't do anything about it, then you're just gonna say, oh, that's the problem. That's why we don't have the thing, right? Yes, yes, yes. So, so it's like different lines of thinking, right? And and I again, I'm trying to clarify this. Hopefully, it's making sense because whatever you choose is the reality you're going to create for yourself. It is not a. Doesn't that make so much sense? It's like if you choose door one, two, or three, right? That's the one you go down. Right. That's the hallway. I choose door door two. Right. That's the hallway and door, we're going down. Yeah, door number one is I'm a big, ugly cow. I'm the worst. I'm I'm so awful. So, all right, I'm going to that, down that hallway. So don't be surprised when you see pictures on the wall of big, ugly cows. How you're cows. the worst, right? right. Of how and, you're the worst, right? Right. And so, yeah, I like the idea of it being like a hallway because you go down that, there's really not very many options, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to have that. There's be- more pathways to other Pro, most likely you're gonna have to uh, go maladaptive reactions like yes. oh there's a doorway on depression yeah that one's on anxiety mm-hmm. all because it was all down the hallway right. you know it's and just it's like that, them tendrils that go right you know, it's out. that like domino effect the the domino effect plus the um 
what did we say it was called? The thing where you gradually get stacking? more fit. No, it's the other word. Financial planning uses it. Oh, compound interest. Compound interest effect. Where you like you go down that pathway and then everything lines up. Everything agrees with, yep, you're mm-hmm. the worst. You're mm-hmm. just dumb. That's why. But go down another hallway and all of those options go away. They're not even a part of this new hallway. Right. Right. This one is all about, oh, what, what can we do medically? What can we do relationally? Can we go to therapy? Can we do this? Mm-hmm. And then it, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just wanted to really clarify that in every area of life, whether that's parenting, self-discovery, relationships, mm-hmm. jobs, anything, you have the option to have a different thought about it yes. and to choose the hallway you go down. Choose life. And they're not, there really kind of is no right and wrong in terms of, it's like, think about it. Think, think about it in a different way, I guess. So if this lady is still listening, which I hope you are, <laughs> and we didn't destroy you, uh, I, I want this lady, my heart actually really goes out like to some of the, the things that she was saying and stuff. Right. So I, the number one thing that you can do right after you listen to this podcast, I, I'm taking a, a chapter from Hal Elrod's book, Ooh. The Miracle Morning, right? And the six steps. I only want you to do two of them. One, affirmation and visualization, right? I want you to affirm yourself. That's two. You said you wanted to do Sorry. one. Well, and that's that's number two. one. One and two. I want you to affirm yourself. Like re, re-listen to this podcast, the question, or you know, go to your sent uh, box and look at this question again. And I want you to undo all the negative things that you said about yourself. Throw some positivity on there. Oh, I'm so ugly. I'm so beautiful kind of thing, right? Like affirm yourself. And then as you do that, you'll begin to believe it, which is a good thing. And then also, second one, visualize. Visualize yourself liking yourself. Visualize yourself smiling, having a good day, thinking you're not ugly, right. thinking that you are enough. Or have visualize yourself having an, a positive interaction with your husband, sexually speaking. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? But also, what is he doing or not doing? Mm-hmm. I mean, if he's saying that you're ugly, then obviously you're not going to have good, yeah, you know, good intimacy with him. So visualize all of that, I guess. But visualize what health looks like. If I could snap my fingers mm-hmm. and all of a sudden this was fixed, what what is fixed? Mm. Visualize it and then start to pick it apart yeah. and go. Oh, if I if she snaps her fingers and I now feel beautiful about myself, that means I need to start working on how to feel beautiful or beautiful about myself. That's not even a sentence. I feel good about myself and mm-hmm. I feel beautiful. Um, then begin to say, what do I need to do to accomplish that? And mm-hmm. then start back, start the sort of like reverse engineer process for that. And that could be going and getting therapy, right? Like it could, that could be a huge part of it. Yes, very much so. It has nothing to do with his and blue balls. And- however, and as you start to do all this stuff, it has a compound effect. You will begin to attract nice, positive, uh, curative thoughts about yourself, about your body, about your mindset, all this stuff. So remember what you say out loud will attract more of that. It just always does. I know it's kind of like freaky and meta and stuff like that, but it absolutely right. It's is like the true. algorithm. You said this the best the other day. It's yeah. like the Facebook algorithm, the Instagram, all of the algorithms of everything. I remember that, yeah. Like that was the best way that you put it. Like if I show any interest in, I don't know, leather sandals, I am all of a sudden going to be fed more mm-hmm. of those things. And then, oh, well, go figure. I click on this other pair of leather sandals. And then now all of a sudden I have even more. So it's this. Now you get coupons for leather sandals. Right. Oh, now what? A promo code from Aldi. I don't, Aldi? Aldo. Aldi. That's a Aldo. food store. I don't know. I've never uh, been there. Or, or maybe now oh, I'm now I'm getting uh, ads for socks right, or something. Right. And now, oh, socks. Now pants. You know, so it just goes up the whole wardrobe. Now I'm wearing hats that I didn't even know I wanted. 
kind of thing. But it is true. And I remember, thank you for bringing that up. It is like an algorithm. Right. Click on this, you know, funny cat video. What are you going to be fed? Right. Funny cat videos. Click on like gloom and doom news feeds of people getting right, hurt. Right, right. You're going to get, more of, get more of that, right? Like, I, I mean, there's been times And you where will become more of that. I mean, You will become yeah. that too. So I hope that this has been helpful. I want you to do two things. Practice affirmations, practice visualization, and then also three things. Go and read I Am Enough by Marissa Peer. Oh, that's great. P-E-E-R. I Am Enough by Marissa Peer. So that's your homework, lady. I hope this helps you. I hope it's been helpful to you guys. And we've debunked the myth of blue balls yeah. kind of thing. We're going to get a hundred emails saying the blue is real. Go like, listen to uh, Science Versus. The episode, it's called Science Versus. It's the name of the show. They did an episode all about all about blue balls. And it was hilarious. All right, guys. Anything else, Mel? No, that's it. Don't Remember do any Remember to go music. to uh, patreon.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get more shows like this about sex and blue balls and everything else in the world. So thank you guys. Thank you, current Patreons, for spending money what you appreciate. And I hope it's helpful. So you guys... Thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. Bye. All right.